Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. I'm Kevin Sassman, and you're listening to Sasshole, which is not another shitty podcast. Each week, I dive deep into a topic, and you, for some reason, listen to it. So sit back and prepare yourself for whatever is about to come your way. So, hello. Hey, Sassholes. (laughs) Welcome to this week's episode of Sasshole. Oh my god, the audio is way too loud. I'm about to edit that way down. But welcome to this week's episode of Sasshole. This is the penultimate episode for this the quote-unquote season of Sasshole. What does penultimate mean? Is that like next to last? Yeah. So oh, like okay. I, I have one more episode after this. So this episode is coming out on this Sunday. Well, obviously this the, the day that you're <laughs> maybe listening to this. I don't know who listens to this and when. And then there's one more episode. And then over winter break, I'm not doing this because I don't have quality equipment at my house. <laughs> So, if you listen to the pilot episode, you might remember <laughs> how like just bad that I was. I personally like the refrigerator special guest <laughs> who who contributed the whole time and was like, mm, <laughs> which is gonna be my special role. I'm just gonna make small small sounds in the back. It's it's it's, it's the ASMR episode. Oh, I listen close. I low key want to do one. That would be so funny. <laughs> I don't think this mic has like, side <laughs> Yeah, I don't things. think it has. Uh, well, we don't have it plugged in to do side things. I bet you could, though. I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, I don't know. So, yeah, anyway, uh, this is a special guest, obviously, or a special week because we have a special guest, I should say. Uh, you might recognize the voice. You might not. I don't know how much you listen. I don't judge. <laughs> it's Mia. <laughs> it's, it's me, the omnipotent lord that you just happen to know the voice of. Yeah, I. Mia has made her way into several episodes at this point like well i would say two but but I, well i, 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 I guess i've been mentioned yeah i've yeah. probably been mentioned i don't i'm sorry kevin i don't listen to this podcast i'm gonna be real but like it's more of i just don't listen to podcasts on spotify yeah I or don't... unless i'm flying and i'm asleep while i listen to them so i don't think anyone who's actually done an episode like active actually no i think mackenzie might actually listen to it maybe but hey mackenzie she... uh respond in the comments down below um I think, <laughs> I think she told me she listened to it in the dining hall without headphones on just like plays it out loud because her, her and her friends listen to it okay that's fucking weird like <laughs> if i walked into a dining hall and i'm like like going to study so i sit at one of the long tables or something you know and some what word? She might hear this in, while doing well, this action. Individual decides to, you know, I'm going to listen to podcasts with friends in a loud environment. Like, what the... F- Mackenzie, call out post. Mackenzie, if you're listening to this and you're doing this action, I'm going to politely request you to stop. So, yeah, call out Mackenzie. That's weird. But also, thank you for giving me that promo. So, yeah, this week's episode's theme is video games. We thought this would be a fun one because the two of us... I've had an idea for this since the beginning. Kevin told me he was doing a podcast, and I was like, I have something I want to talk about, and you can't stop me from doing it. I will talk about it no matter what. So that is what's going to be happening. So, yeah, Mia had this idea uh, a while ago for an episode theme. We thought we'd make it a little bit more broad, so we'll get to get to that later, I guess, right? Yeah. We don't want to. We don't want to start off with... Well, I i mean, I have my segments prepared. You saw me write them up earlier today. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I've i always kind of played video games. I don't know. I, I've like... been a gamer since day one. I remember some of the first games I played, I had a PC. I did not have a console game until the Wii in 20... I think, I, I think it was 09, I probably got the Wii. But I 
played PC games like I loved learning games because that's what was available to me. I remember there was one that was like, God, I don't even remember the cartoon, but it was a cartoon with like, there were like cats and there was like a worm with a hat or something like that. And there was like a game for it. and I played it and I loved it. I loved that game. I had the leapfrog. Loved that. Um, I have no idea what any of these are. Oh, my God. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think of other games I learned with. Well, I mean, the big one was Nancy Drew, <laughs> which I began ooh, I began playing in uh, first grade in 06. In first grade? You've been playing these for that long? Yes, because my friend Georgia recommended them to me because we both liked mysteries and puzzles, and we were both like smarty parties. And so she recommended me Nancy Drew games. She was like, I think you'd like them. And I was like, awesome. And I started playing them. Um, My first one was... uh, I I won't say which one's my first one because that will spoil some stuff. But uh, I started playing, and I realized, wow, these puzzles are hard. And um, I also got really scared by them, which is dumb because the graphics are really, really horrible and they're not scary at all, except maybe, except maybe one of them, but I'll go into that later. And so I remember like the first time I played one, there was like a jump scare element and it like freaked me out. I had to sleep in the living room. I was like so wigged out. I was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. I slept on the floor. I mean, that sounds like me. I would, I can't. Yeah, I I mean, I was six years old and so I was a weenie, but I was really bad at the puzzles because I was six, and so I had to use an online resource, which I still use to solve puzzles because some of the puzzles are really hard. Are you serious? Yes, some of the puzzles are crazy hard. Um, So I use Universal Hint System, best cheats website ever. Oh, my God. Everyone uses it in the Nancy Drew community. Um... The Drew, uh, it's the Clue Crew. That's what it's called. That's what the Nancy Drew community. I would like to clarify. Nancy Drew is a book series that has been around for so long. I think it's probably coming up in a century within the next couple decades. But um, I don't read. (laughs) Period. Do you know how? Um, Yes, I'm familiar with the subject. But... um, I was never, uh, I really liked to read as a kid, but it wasn't like my big thing. I was never super motivated to read, Um, but I really liked video games because I'm a very visual person, and so I liked interacting with stuff and doing puzzles that way, and so I'm talking about the Nancy Drew Her Interactive video game series, nothing else. If you've never heard of it, makes sense. Most people haven't, but I fell in love with it since 06, and I've been playing them ever since. I've played pretty much all of them except, like, two, and they just released one. So I think I've played every single one and finished every single one except, no, four, because one of them discontinued before I could play it. And I'm trying to find, and it's, like, now so old, it was, like, came out in 1999 that my computer will not run it. So I'm trying to find, like a way to play it like what's the thing where it's like um you do it with pokemon games oh an emulator yeah i need yeah. to find an emulator for nancy drew um <laughs> but yeah i mean my i i well obviously for me like that was like my like childhood game was pokemon and yeah. that's carried through for me which I, yeah i like, i've never i never i didn't do pc games at all i did See, well i did well, the thing, the difference here is Pokemon is a quality video game created by a studio that, like, believes in, like, supporting its community and making it grow and 
Like it has like millions of people who love it, perhaps billions. Nancy Drew probably has, I think it based on social media numbers, probably 50 people who play the games. <laughs> they have a YouTube channel and I watch it sometimes because sometimes they'll put recipes. Dream Job, her interactive, if you ever listen to this, Dream Job, I would love to be an intern for you. You don't even have to pay me. I will make inter- your videos way more interesting and I will also up the sound on your videos because well, I don't know why her interactive, but your videos on YouTube are like a mouse's speaking. It's horrendous. You are like... God, it's like they're whispering to me across a room and they're like, so we just had this recipe um, about uh, based on the game, the curse of the black pyramid. And, um, and I'm like, girl, please speak up. You are a human being. Jesus Christ. <sighs> anyway, so I, what a niche thing to be mad about. But <laughs> I don't know how to respond to this at this point. <laughs> I mean, yeah, no, you're right. I mean, yeah, Pokemon, but yeah, yeah. I, my first, I think my first game was like, uh, you remember like how you used to have like pinball, yeah, on the computers. I love that game. Okay, Kevin, be like, I'm, I'm a gamer boy. I play solitaire. Like what? I just downloaded solitaire on my phone this afternoon. <laughs> but I mean, yeah. Do do you want to do your Nancy Drew? Oh yeah, I have so, a couple so segments planned. Mia has segments planned. This is more organized than I have ever been with my time. I literally make you're a welcome. notes doc on my phone. And I'm like on my phone, on my laptop, and it just has like a list of random topics that I can like pop in on if I want to. I usually just ramble. See, the beauty about these segments, listeners, is that I made it so you can play along with us. Um, but the first, I want to give some background on the Nancy Drew series, just because I feel like a lot of people are walking in blind, and I get that. Um, so I'm just going to open your eyes just gently, just going to peel them up so you can take a little <laughs> glimpse at the world I live daily. This is what I think about 30% of every day. So if you see me and I'm staring off, I'm thinking about Nancy Drew. Why are you better at this than I am at because podcasting? Because I, I love talking to myself. Um, so <laughs> every time I look in a mirror, I'm just having a podcast segment. <laughs> so, um... I did this history lesson is based on my own experience of rating half price books, uh, video game shelves, and just my own experience. But um, I'm pretty sure the first Nancy Drew game came out um, in 1999, and it was created by the Her Interactive Game Development Company. Um, and they've released some different games recently, but they've pretty much from the beginning have made Nancy Drew games. And the purpose of this is they wanted to get girls into gaming because computers were this great resource that were very valuable, um, but seemed almost inaccessible. And there weren't resources that were really enticing or video games that were enticing to girls because there weren't any girls in video games. But Nancy Drew was this character that not only the girls know, but their parents knew and were familiar and comfortable with. And so it was a... It was uh, their point-and-click adventures with 3D graphics, um, and they are narrative-based and puzzle-heavy. Um, they're puzzle games, basically, and there are, there is a semblance of a story, but it doesn't doesn't matter. You're playing for the puzzles. You're playing playing for the mini games that you get to play, like riding horses and. Um, like making bento boxes and like what? I'm trying to remember all the mini games I really like. Um, there's like there's like puzzles where it's like you get to cook for like a certain time. I'll 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 go into it in one of my segments. But so wait, are these mini games like are they they're are like the riding horse like riding the horses is a puzzle game or a just no no no. Separate? So um like let's give an example. Um let's 
talk about um I don't want to spoil one of the ones in the segment. Um so uh do I talk about that one? Okay. So Treasure in the Royal Tower is like the fourth game, I think. Probably came out in like 2002. Um and it still it still holds up to the test of time. Um but one of the things is like you wake up in this old hotel and the whole thing is like you're supposed to how all the games start, I'm just going to tell you right now, is Nancy Drew wants to go on a vacation, but oh no, something weird happens. Or she's hired. That's it. That's the only two ways <laughs> games start. Um, but, um, so she wants to go on vacation, and then, oh, things start being stolen from this um, this inn that's an old tower that was, like, uh, this French thing uh and each all the nancy drew games are really informative you can read a lot of the literature that are in the game um about like for instance treasure of the royal tower has a lot about um uh like the french revolution which is really cool um so you do get history you get valid resources like their research goes into these games like they aren't like you learn a lot. Like I learned Morse code from Nancy Drew. Oh Do you still know Morse code? I know some of it. Yeah. That's so funny. <laughs> because you have to use it so much in the game, so it, it just helps. I learned binary from Nancy Drew. Like <laughs> I understand binary because of Nancy Drew, um, and like circuits and stuff. Like they're smart games, um, and so you show up in this castle. Um, and then you have to talk to people, figure out what's going on. So you have dialogue options, um, and then you can do certain things, and then you're set to do certain tasks. And then it'll be like the guy's like, "Hey, can you go to like the shed in the back and like start the heater? Like the heater broke. So you go there, and the heat, the puzzle is like turning the heater on. So it would be like some weird pipe puzzle of like um, making sure all the pipes are even by something. So it would be something like that." Um, and so that's how puzzles are often integrated. Um, and like mini games would be like that. Like, let's say you had to cook for instance, then a mini game might be like, um, oh, one guest wants, um, eggs and bacon. And so you cook them eggs and bacon serves to the guests. And so it'd be a cooking mini game. Um, think like, uh, what is it like? Papa P is pizzeria or something. Oh, it's like that. Papa's freezer. Papa's freezer is the best one. Okay, those stress me out for some reason. I but love like those anyway. So like, <laughs> it's like that's how it's integrated. But um, my first segment is I would like to ask. I have um, I just did three of these because um, I think there's like 32 games now, and oh so I don't want to run us dry. Um, but so wait, that means you're pumping out more than one game a year. Well, they were at one point, um, but now there hasn't been a game in five years. So this is the first game. The, they released a game literally on Tuesday. So it's a December 3rd. Um, first one in five years. <laughs> so you're booing. Well, I haven't played it yet because I need to get I needed to get through an Orgo exam. But this weekend, I'm going nuts. <laughs> I, I'm paying $20 for a 10-hour game. Oh, my God. That's, <laughs> that's so funny. That's really not going to be worth it, but I need to play it. So... Um, but, um, I'm going to tell you three different names and you're going to have to guess which one is not actually a Nancy Drew game. All right. Sure. Okay. Okay. So which one of these is not a Nancy Drew game? (laughs) Secret of Shadow Ranch, Secret of the Old Clock, and Secrets of the Academy. So no matter what the answer is, there's two that's secret of the boy. Yes. So wait, 
Shadow Ranch. Shadow Ranch, Old Clock, mm-hmm. The Academy. I mean, The Academy makes the most sense because it's the only one without an adjective. Is that it? Uh, for like, isn't a game? Isn't a game? Yeah. Yeah, it is that you are correct. It is. There is no secrets of the academy. Um, if you had said like the, there the are warnings at Academy. Waverly Academy though. So, <laughs> see if you had an adjective, I wouldn't yeah. have guessed that one. All right, all right. Okay, which one? The captive curse, uh, the curse of the seven ships, or the curse of Blackmore Manor. The seven ships. Okay, you're right. Wow, you're really I good at this. I am so good at Though this. Though there is, there is, it's like Ransom of the Seven Ships is a, is a name of a game. So but I'm, but I'm killing ships. it though. I'm two for two right now. Okay. I'm an Nancy Do Legend. All right. I'm gonna speed run these games. All right. Guess which one out of these? The White Wolf of Icicle Creek, Creature of Kapu Cave, and the Phantom of Venice. White Wolf. Trick question. They're all Nancy Drew games. This <laughs> <laughs> is the worst thing ever. All right. Okay. So now that we've done that segment, I have another special <laughs> segment, which I call These Titles Are Really Bad. <laughs> and Nancy Drew plots make no sense. We're not here for the plot. We're here for the puzzle. We all know. So I'm going to give you a title of a Nancy Drew game, and you are going to take your best bet at a summary of the game. Okay. Okay, so let's start with warnings at Waverly Academy. What do you think the setup is for this? Okay, so you said they're all vacation-based or job-based. So I'm guessing that Nancy is trying to... I'm guessing this is a vacation one, and she's trying to go on vacation, but then something goes wrong with the school she's attending. Mm -hmm. And so she gets uh, basically all of a sudden... I don't... For some reason, I'm going to like A to Z mysteries on these with like okay. some kind of mysterious element. I know I don't know if this is true. If they, I don't know anything about these games, so I feel like there might be like some kind of like weird like the professors of the academy start giving out all these warnings to everyone for no reason, mm-hmm. or it could be like or it could be like Chamber of Secrets, a Harry Potter where like there's writings on the wall of the basilisk and all that. Interesting. So I either one of those could be a plot. Mm-hmm. I'm just getting my options out here. Yeah. Um, and then she has to solve those what's causing all those uh, activities. Warnings. The warnings, yes. yes. All right. So are you ready for the actual summary of this game? I'm doing this just off of my head. I have played pretty much all of these games multiple times. So um, I have them pretty memorized. I also played most of them again last year. That's you so saw funny. me like going, whenever I was like upset about school, I would just be playing Nancy Drew. <laughs> the, like that was my recovery moment. Number um, one coping mechanism. So Nancy Drew is hired by an academy to investigate messages being left by the quote unquote black cat at Waverly Academy. So basically what happens is that there's a student who's like threatening other students and is like taking out all of the valedictorian candidates one by one and like making them go home, have food poisoning, literally like die, get trapped in stuff like stuff like that. Turns out like Emily Dickinson has this. Oh, no, it's uh, it's okay. There's like some very important poem locked away in the chambers of the school. And the black cat is trying to get rid of everybody so that she can find the poem, make mad cash because she knows it's there. And then, Go to her college of choice because she's smart as hell. Um, 
also happening in there is that there are secret twins, which makes no sense. There's like one that's hiding in the secret room and the other one and they switch off doing homework and stuff. So they do half the work because they didn't want to be in a foster home or something. And somehow they still graduate and go to college and it makes no sense. And it's like, how does that even happen? Like one of them just doesn't have a transcript or identity at all is, oh, it's horrible. Also, they only know half the stuff each, which is like, if you're paying to go to an academy, you want at least a whole education. Anyway. Well, I always, I always, I've always, I think about that like during every exam I ever take. Like, this would be so nice if I had a twin. And I mean, I could, have like, a twin, but like, half the stuff. They take the people, same would course. S- people would say that like, would you ever like, s- I have a twin sister who's great. Um, but <laughs> she is, I can attest. Yeah. She, um, like people were like, would you ever like split classes? I'm like, no, like I'm content with learning things and doing the work. And like my sister like doesn't like school. Like I'm not going to force her to do school but, stuff if she doesn't like it. <laughs> but if you guys, if, if you had an exact, like a twin who looks exactly like you yeah. and is interested in the same exact things, you guys can just split the exams at least mm-hmm. like not obviously the information you want to learn all this. Like I like yeah. learning stuff. But like split the exams, you get the so off half of you. the stress. Yeah. So like, one of you takes both of the like orgo exams. Yeah. Anyway, next. Okay. <laughs> next one, Legend of the Crystal Skull. Okay, this one I have no idea. I can't even crystals. Well, this could be anything though. It could be anything with because, a crystal skull. Okay, so she's going on vacation. This is definitely a vacation she's one. Going on vacation. Okay, so she's definitely on vacation, um, and she's at this nice resort, and then she wanders a little too far on the beach. And she finds this cove, and um, within the cove, there's a crystal skull. All right, excellent. So what happens is Nancy Drew's boyfriend's, like, cousin or something has his father die. Nancy Drew's a boyfriend? Yeah, Ned Nickerson, um, who I don't know. she He must really love Nancy Drew. Like, Nancy Drew's really cool and awesome, and she's a firewoman. However, she's, like, never home. <laughs> And Ned's like like one like one of the most recent game that wasn't the one just released. Like Ned's like, "Hey, are you ready for our anniversary dinner?" And Nancy's like, "Oh shit, I'm in Iceland." <laughs> and That's then like so one of the things you can do is you can buy a giant ass sword from the gift shop and have it wrapped and sent home to him, so he like forgives you. <laughs> and then like option, in the canon and it? then like in the canon he like says I love you for the first time, which is crazy because like I've been playing these games for 20 years and I'm like he finally said I love you. Anyway, so Legend of the Crystal Skull, his like like old friend or like cousin, his dad dies and so he feels bad so he's like Nancy, go check up on him. There's a lot um, of death in these games. Yeah. Um and like make sure he's okay and then Basically, the guy who died is, like, a mad genius who, like, has all these puzzles and eyes hidden around his property. And so you have to collect all the eyes to find his, like, relic crystal skull that he saved. Meanwhile, there's, like, all these, like, people trying to steal things at the same time and going after you and knocking you out with, like, voodoo magic because it's set in New Orleans. Um, so, and you got to have some sort of flavor. So that's like, that's the plot. (laughs) Interesting. Um, you're not going to get this one. Secret of the Scarlet Hand. I mean, I haven't gotten any of them yet. Yeah, but you're not going to get anywhere close. Okay. So this one's about a glove. I've decided. Okay. That's how it's a scarlet hand. So it's, there's a glove Mm -hmm. and, um, she goes on vacation. Okay. (laughs) 
and the glove. I mean, that's pretty close. The glove follows her to vacation. Okay, so it's it's a sentient glove that's haunting. I will say there's no like mythological like ghost things. It's all like cut and dry. Like this was somebody. It is a person who wears gloves. All right. Who follows her on vacation. Mm-hmm. And and I think in this one she's be she is being actively hunted and it, it, this killer yes. is going for an H.T. Drew. Yes. The Scarlet okay. Glove killer. Okay, that's that's very interesting. Um so Nancy Drew is an intern at a museum in DC that specializes in Mayan relics. So you learn a lot about the Maya, which is cool, but you also if this hooks you, might I suggest this game. Um it also discusses how museums steal artifacts from indigenous populations and um, people of color across the globe and then present them as this sort of, like, trophy to white people who will pay $5 for it. So they went in. They went in. And they, like, one of the subplots of it is you literally have to get... So something gets stolen. a, A relic gets stolen. And... So, like, part of it is you're learning all these things um, about Mayan culture, which is really cool. Um, and, but you're also learning about the process and of, like, how do museums get these things? How How is it, like, it's usually illegally. That's how a lot of museums will get things because it's very expensive to pay things. So people will forge paperwork in order to pretend like they successfully got a relic or uncovered something. So there is an aspect to museums that is about research and being genuine, but then there are the people at the top who are just trying to get as many people in as possible and are willing to sacrifice indigenous lives for that and indigenous culture. Damn. So very cool. It's the fifth game in the series. Came out in like 06, I think. Very good. <laughs> um... This one is the one that um, Sophie picked out, Last Train to Blue Moon Canyon. Oh, I heard you talking about this. Um, yeah. Okay. So, this was a job one, I've decided. Yes. Um, so, Nancy Drew is working her new job as the lady who sells tickets at a uh, train station. Yes. And I want to see Nancy Drew's resume. That's what I want to see. It's guaranteed better than mine. <laughs> Her, her resume is nuts, the amount of jobs she's worked. Like, and it would all be like, like, worked in a physics lab three days. <laughs> like, it like, and then like, solved these crimes. Got convicted for arson, though. <laughs> what? How old is she? I think in the meta, she's like 18 or so. Like, that's what I think. Like, in the storybook, she's like a teenager. But I know her Ned is in college, um, okay. and um, I'm pretty sure, like, the idea is she has graduated high school but has decided to not go to college. And to solve crime. To solve crime, because she was, like, a famous, like, in the video game series. She's, like, this, uh, like, renowned detective in the town, so the town loves her. Her dad's, like, a lawyer, who, and so she has, like, the capabilities to like go and travel and meet these people and do these things like nancy drew like she's smart she's great but she's also hella privileged yeah i was she, about to say she's, she's she has rich connections all over the globe also her room is my dream room it has one of those like seats in the window you know oh those that are you always cute. want yeah anyway 
So she's the ticket seller. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. She's a ticket seller. And someone comes up to buy a ticket to uh, Blue Moon Canyon. Blue Moon Canyon. And she goes and she realizes there's not a destination for Blue Moon Canyon. She goes back to the window. The person's not there. It's Chloe. And then <laughs> she has to solve the mystery of Blue Moon Canyon and what's going on there. All right. So a rich woman brings detectives from all over the globe onto an old train that was owned by, um, like, this old, like, uh, like think um, Manifest Destiny, Gold Rush, like, like Gilded Age sort of vibes. Um, and they're headed west through Colorado. Or, and, or something. I mean, they might be headed east, actually. I don't remember where the train starts. They end up in Colorado um, <laughs> at the Blue Moon Canyon. But the idea is that they're trying to find this treasure of this guy who hid it. He really liked his wife or something. And um, so on the train is Nancy Drew. You get to meet the Hardy Boys. Um, and then there's, like, this famous author, this, like, guy who thinks ghosts are real. Um <laughs> Uh, and the rich girl, um, and then this detective, this podunk detective who's annoying and comes back as a reoccurring character, Tino Balducci. I hate his guts. He's so annoying. <laughs> um, but then the whole idea is you solve these puzzles. You figure out where Blue Moon Canyon is. You go there, and then um, just as you go there, like the train abandons you, and everyone leaves, and you're left to go find the treasure, and then, like, the rich lady who invited you tries to trap you in the canyon. And then you're like, I know puzzles. And you like move some rocks around and then you trap her in there and then call the police or something. Why is there service in the middle of Colorado mountainside? I don't know. Doesn't matter. No. Also, this was like 2009. So. So especially concerning that there is pr- now, service Now, I would say this is probably one of the scariest Nancy Drew games other than Blackmore Manor, which is just spooky. It's just weird. There's, like, cultish vibes. It's just weird and spooky um, and haunted me so much as a kid. Um, Shadows at w- the Water's Edge is so – like, even today, it's horrible graphics. But that plays into it. <laughs> it's that's what makes it really scary. There's like actual jump scares. Like they so try I'll never you. play this. Well, maybe. I mean, it's not like it isn't like Resident Evil or anything. Like it's well, you I, you know, I my my low not tolerance. Not like a PT. I mean, I could play it now and I'm fine, but I still like get a little jumpy. Yeah, so I couldn't. <laughs> um, it's a point and click though. Yeah, so I couldn't. Okay. Anyway, so what do you think? What do you think? What was the name again? Shadows at the Water's Edge. Uh, this is a vacation one. Interesting. Uh, it takes primarily at night. It, it goes on primarily at night. That's it's, true. It's focused. It's focused. You at, got that. <laughs> go me. Uh, it's focused at. It is. A, it's a, most of the games kind of like whatever, but like this game is typically like night, and she wakes up in the middle of the night on her vacation, and. She keeps hearing voices outside mm-hmm. of her lake house that she has because she's rich and privileged. Yes, and that's funny. She actually, that's actually very similar to um, a different Nancy Drew game. But oh, funny! <laughs> so she keeps hearing voices, and then she solves who the voices are. Yeah, that's actually pretty similar to, um, uh, like it's like some some like ghost dogs on Blue Moon Lake or something. Wow, um, they love the blue moons. Yeah, um, something like that. I know there's a moon involved. Um, 
and because that's how the lake is shaped. But yeah, and it's like ghost dogs. Ooh, what are the ghost dogs? Um, but no, this is this takes place in Japan. Oh. Um. Yes, Nancy Drew leaves the country sometimes. Um, <laughs> has she been to South America or Africa? No. Want to take a guess why? Hmm? Yeah, yeah. It's it's a racist development team, but that's you know sometimes you just ask them woke... to intern. You literally just ask them to intern, and I can fix it. I, let me in there. <laughs> let me in there. I'll fix it. I will. I will. I think a Brazilian Nancy Drew would be very interesting, and you could talk about a lot of things. It, just let me in there. Let, it would be so cool. It would be so interesting. You could do South Africa, and you can address some of the racial issues and the racial tensions that have stayed. You could do so much with Nancy Drew. You could, you could do so wait, much yeah. with Nancy Drew. So it would wait, be so interesting. They, they just went off on the live, on the museums, but they're like, you know what? No, it gets staler and staler the, the more you go. They're all like, we're in Venice. Now we're in Paris. Like it's boring. I wanna I wanna go somewhere interesting. Like, take me to Saudi Arabia. <laughs> so wait, what's the name of the new one then? Um, it's Midnight in Salem. Like Salem Mass. Salem Mass. That's whack. That's so yeah, cool. and it's talking about like, like the mists and people preying upon tourists and talking perpetuating this idea of like. Which is even though Salem Mass isn't like where it happened apparently. Well, Salem's funky. Salem's funky. It's very much touristy. Have you been yeah. to Salem? No. Oh, it's very. It's very. That's what very... I've heard is that it's just pretty much like people. Yeah, but it's cute. It's it's it. like yeah. um, it's cute. Yeah. Anyway, so Shadows at the Water's Edge takes place in Japan. Um, at a Ryokan where um, Nancy Drew is staying. She is being an English teacher for the summer for a couple weeks, which is really cute because you get to grade the kids' papers. It's not required. You don't have to, but you get to read their English, and it's super cute, and you get to learn their personalities, and I love that aspect of it. Um, that sounds right, you. Um, uh, and um, there is a mysterious force haunting the Ryokan, um, like breaking mirrors, um, like some sort like because a Ryokan is like a bathhouse. Yeah. So there's like an old uh, at the end of the day at the end of the game you go into this old basement which is terrifying. It's this it's this creepy old like like what the bathhouse used to be and so there's like this shadowy bath in the corner and like this like pump and it's it's fucking spooky because there's also jump scares and stuff with like the breaking glass and then you see some sort of figure and whatever um and so literally in the game you almost drown and you have to like solve a rope puzzle to get out and is it timed yeah because you'll die (laughs) that's the whole thing with nancy drew at the end the end game which is what it is called in the clue crew is (laughs) like once you start something you can't get out of it and and there's like a set of puzzles you have to complete, and if you don't complete the puzzles in time, you die, and you have to do the puzzle again. So you just keep going until you get the puzzle. Wow. Yeah, it's hard. Um. Uh. And it's usually like a new puzzle. It's usually not something you've really seen before. Um. And some of them are very complicated. But, uh, you learn it's just like, like the sister who's gonna take over the Ryokan. Her boyfriend doesn't want her to, so she he's been like making these animatronics that have been haunting it. So like projectors, uh, basic robot elements to like freak her out and then make them sell the Ryokan. 
so that he can just keep chilling with his GF and they can get married, but she keeps being weird because she has to take over this Ryokan and she's an independent woman. Anyway, I think they end up breaking up, so sucks. <laughs> moral of the story. <laughs> yeah, moral of the story. Um, so um, that's my Nancy Drew segments, but to finish it off, um, there's a new Nancy Drew game that just came out as I brought up, Midnight in Salem. There's a new voice actor. It's been the same voice actor for Nancy Drew since 1999. She was definitely like 60 or 70 when during the last game and you could hear it. <laughs> Cuz Nancy Drew is supposed to be this hip, young, 18, 19 year old like our age and she just did not sound like that. Shout out to the voice actor though. She did a great job. I love that voice actor, voice actress. Um there's a new one. People seem to like it. Uh, I haven't the played clue it crew. yet. The, the Clue Crew. It's like a tongue twister. Clue Crew on Tumblr seems to like it. There's a new Nancy Drew TV show. Don't hit me up about it. I haven't watched it. I don't care to watch it. They took over the Nancy Drew tag. And so now I had to stop following the Nancy Drew tag on Tumblr and follow the Clue Crew tag. So, fuck you, CW. <laughs> so, are, so is... Also, they made it like supernatural in there, and I hate that. Are the games at all related to the books or the TV show? There at all? are TV show. I don't know what the TV show is doing. It's made by the same Riverdale people, so you know how it's oh. going down. Yeah. Um. So it's their faithfulness to the Archie comics. Um. Wait, Nancy Drew is comics? No. Riverdale's based on the Archie comics, and so I'm I'm making an analogy. There's, I didn't know that. Oh, okay. Well, they have that bad writing from. <laughs> A comic book strip? It's not. It's um. So Archie, as you know, is like a book series, and so I, I, Riverdale. As I don't know. Riverdale was a spinoff of the Archie series. That's like the Watchmen of the DC series, where it's like the darker, brooding one. You're just saying all these things. I have no idea. What's okay, going well, on. listeners, hopefully you know any type of media more than Kevin, as oh, I just that's... gave so many different analogies. Anyway, so. Um, there are some Nancy Drew games that are based loosely off of the books. Like, The Secret of the Old Clock is a classic Nancy Drew book, uh, of which I have never read. Um, but I well, did own it. Read, have you read Nancy Like, do, how did you get into these? Was um, it like... I told you, my friend, Georgia. So you, you never read the books or anything? You just straight up video games? Yeah, because I love detective stuff. I love detective stuff from a very young age. I like the idea of solving a mystery. That's why I want to be a doctor. It's just solving <laughs> mysteries all day. And helping people because I think our healthcare system is important. But I was about to say, but also, this is real consequences if you're a doctor. Yeah, yeah, no, it's the same thing. I mean, it's, it's, but it's this idea of like solving something. You know, I like that. I like thinking. I enjoy it a lot. I don't like reading. You think those would fall into the same thing? They don't. They don't. No, Mm -hmm. I don't think they are. I think reading's more creativity than thinking. Um,. Because you're creating the world. Okay, not in my head. When okay, look, when I think reading, I read science literature the most. That's the most thing I the thing I read the most. Yeah, boring fiction. I find science literature to be much more captivating than fiction. I can't. I fiction puts me to sleep because my brain gets tired when I read. (laughs) You see, no, that's why I like fiction because I can create things. Yeah, well, no, see, I can do that without reading, so... Well, I'm not artistic. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's why I don't like reading. Anyway, so video games. So if I were to play an Instagram game, what would you recommend? Oh, what would I recommend? Well, okay, I have different tastes than most people because I have found lists on the internet where people are like, 
I played all the Nancy Drews. I'm gonna rank them. Well, and we, we have I different have, video game styles. Anyway. We have different video game styles. Um, but I my components for a good Nancy Drew game are the puzzles are interesting. Mm. The puzzles make sense in the context of the game. Mm. Um, they're it's intuitive to find them. Um, uh, the the phone is a core component to the Nancy Drew game. You use the phone to contact uh, like outside sources to continue the plot. Or if you're stuck, you call Bess and George or the Hardy Boys or Ned Nickerson, and you could. There's literally a function that's like, "Hey, can you give me a hint?" Um, and uh, so she's not be, back of a detective. Well, well, she's she's smart to know when she needs help. Yeah, so. I like it. I don't like... I've gotten to the point where I don't like playing with cheats unless it's the game is does a poor job in guiding you to finding the solution. Because there can be a puzzle that's just a hard puzzle. Like, it's just challenging, and you need a lot of time with it. But then there are things that don't make sense, and that will happen sometimes. And this is controversial in the Clue Crew. I don't like... God, what is it? It's like... I think that's the fifth game. It's like the you're in a cinema or something and your friend gets kidnapped and you have to find her before the building gets knocked down. Um, and you have pretty much three days to do it. She's being held hostage by like uh, the director of the building, basically. Um, and I don't like the game because not only is it unnecessarily slow, but the points in order to make the plot progress don't make sense. In what way? Um, they're not intuitive. That's not how things work in the real life. And it's like, you can't do anything else unless you call this one number. Also, in the old games, the dialing in-game makes no sense. Because sometimes you have to put a one before you dial a number because that's a U.S. area code. Yeah. Sometimes you don't put the area code at all. Like, no area code. Like, just seven digits. Sometimes you do have to put the area code. And it makes no sense. Is and it all I different it. within the game? Or between games? That's what happened in the in the cinema game. Where I was trying to just literally call anybody. And it I couldn't figure it out. I was like, how does it want me to type it into this 3D modeled phone with my little mouse? What does it want me to do? This shouldn't be the hard component. Because now in like the days you have a cell phone, so you just click on a contact that shows up. Yeah. The best games are the ones that came out in like 2009. So the best games are Secret of the Old Clock, Secret of Shadow Ranch, or something like that. That one's bomb. Secret of Shadow Ranch is one of my favorite games. It takes place in Arizona. You get to do all these cute little chores, like um, collect vegetables from the garden, feed the horses, like fix a chicken coop. It's it's so cute. You get to bake a cake. It's literally adorable. Um, and um, uh, the, Last Train to Blue Moon Canyon's in that list. And then what's the last? And then Curse of Blackmore Manor. Those are like the classic four Nancy Drew games. They're good. The mechanics are good. The puzzles are excellent. The story is good. It's captivating. It's interesting. You learn a lot from them. The early games are just better. But if I had to recommend a newer game, so if you want something that's like high quality graphics, um, The Silent Spy literally made me cry. It's about Nancy. So Nancy Drew in the Nancy <laughs> Drew amazing. lore, in the Nancy Drew lore, Nancy lost her mom at a young age. Yeah. 
Um, so she's never had really a mom. She's had <laughs> so like every mother, motherly figures in her life. Um, this is how you know Nancy's privileged as fuck. Her motherly figure is like her maid or some shit. <sighs> Who who no. has a name? That she writes to her continuously, but it's like like it's the person that lives in their house and helps them with stuff. Like a because, literal housekeeper. Like a housekeeper because he, her dad's like never home. She's never home. So they pretty much have someone live in the house because her dad is rich as fuck um, from being the only lawyer in the town of like, I think they live in like Illinois or something. Um <laughs> But uh, so this that game is all about her mother and how she died, and it is oh my God. tragic. I mean, her mom ended up being a spy or something, but like, which was cool and kind of dumb. But like, also like, there's this whole the whole plot of it is like she was she left the force and it took forever for her to leave because like you have to ha- like hide all your tracks and there's all these terrorist groups that are wanting her dead. Mm-hmm. Um, but then her partner asked for her to come back and like leave her family for a couple days it wouldn't be super serious i promise you'll be protected she was not protected she went into this mission and died and so her her friend who knew her from the force has this immense guilt because she like had pretty much like unintentionally had nancy's mother killed and how now has to look at nancy in the eyes when she is a grown woman and just say i'm sorry and that got me. And then you have this scene at the end, this animation scene, while Nancy Drew is playing this piano piece with her mom. And her mom's just like, I want you to remember this. Because it's before she goes off and she knows she might die. And so she's like, I want you to remember this. Like, like you mean the world to me. Like, I hope you never think otherwise because I'm leaving. And Nancy's like, don't go. You promised you wouldn't go. And tragic. That why are these games so intense? Yeah, it's no, Nancy it's Drew. crazy. Like, cause some of them are dumb. Like the Shattered Medallion. Literally, I could not tell you the plot of that. You're like on like a game show, but there's like this weird. The host is this character that has been brought up in all the games called Sunny June. He's the intern that got fired right before you, and so he has all these notes everywhere, and he's always drawing aliens and really likes chocolate bars. Uh, in it's like Krispy Kringle is the. So is she, like, hired as an official detective or, like, these, like... Sometimes she's hired as an official detective. She's usually hired as an intern and something goes wrong while she's there. And so she investigates it. Okay. So she's, like, never, like, Or she's disguised as an intern. Okay. So most of the time she's not, like, legitimately put on the job. She's... Well, most of the time she is a detective asked to be there disguised as an intern. So she has to do intern stuff no matter what. And that's just a game thing. Oh, for the mini games. Um, and... Well, and then also she's she's also able to like get information that way, do certain things. And then sometimes she'll actually be interning and some like with the uh Secret of the Scarlet Hand. She's actually interning. She wants to know about museum stuff. Oh no, all this I have no idea what Nancy Drew's interests are. She's she's volunteered at physics labs. She um really interested in museums and history. She um she worked at a cannery for a little bit. Well, if they have this many games, they can't. Yeah, they, I know. They, they can't. They, ooh, one of my favorites because I'm such a biology nerd is the Secret of Kapu Cave or the Curse of Kapu Cave or something, something like that. The creature of Kapu Cave. Um, I just use. There's like three adjectives they use. Um, and 
you're interning with a field biologist and you get to collect like different frass and bugs and detritus and then you have to split it up and like count the things and do all these science things and I think it's so cool because I love field biology um and it's like I mean fairly accurate all things considering um and it's super interesting um and then you also learn about um like Hawaii and how and they discuss like this idea of like tourists coming in and gentrifying and taking away like Hawaiian identity and like especially with these pineapple crops where they're using all these um fertilizers to uh make their pineapples grow bigger and better but at the same time they're hurting the ecosystem around them and getting rid of all this natural land and so you have these native Hawaiians who are the quote-unquote like villains of the game but they're also like the ones who are like yeah we created this kapu monster based on um mythology of the region um to scare away white people who have taken so much from them and it's really interesting because it's you're like how can you say what they did was wrong because they're just they're just trying to live and their home is being destroyed for the sake of money. Are there games that are, like, calm? Um, I mean, they're all, like, at the time... Like, you can, as a kid, flew right over my head. Um, but uh, also, like, now that I will actually read the stuff and actually talk to everybody and stuff, it's, like, I pick up on stuff like that. Um, and, like, I mean, Secret of the Sh- uh, Shadow Ranch, is you're just at a ranch. And they kind of incorporate some old like um like I don't know I think it's in Arizona but it's like they bring up like uh different like lodgings and like petrified wood and the idea of like stealing art and it's it's all really interesting um stuff like you learn a lot from the games um that's crazy. Yeah. So, like, uh, that, how have these affected? Do you like? Obviously, you say you talk about them, like, but do you like? Do you like? Do they affect your daily life? I mean, like, I I just know more stuff. Like, oh God, there was something that came up recently. I'm trying to remember what it was, but someone asked a question, and they were like, "Hey, what's this?" And I was like, "Oh, it's this." And then I turned to them and I say. I know that because of a Nancy Drew game. <laughs> I forget what it was, but it was like I literally had just learned it from a Nancy Drew game. Because it's like when you watch TV and you learn something from a TV yeah. special. And then it shows up everywhere. And then it shows up everywhere. I know that's just a psychological thing. But like like legit, like um, I have learned things from Nancy Drew that have like helped. Like Or like I was learning about in school and I played a Nancy Drew. Like I remember in eighth grade for a French class, we had to do this thing where we like – once a six weeks, we would, like, do some sort of cultural immersive thing, like, make crepes or, um, like, play an Nancy Drew game set in France. Um, and so I, I did that for one of those projects, and I had to write a paper on it, like, a two-page paper on it. And I'm like, it was really informative, and I got to practice my French uh, because in the game it's supposed to teach you it, but I just knew it already, so I just used it when need be. Um for like directions and stuff and there's like this whole puzzle by the way you're supposed to solve it is to go to all the metro stations in the game and look in the backgrounds and solve a puzzle which is really interesting huh 
Yeah, some of the puzzles are really smart. And some of the puzzles, like in that same game, where you just have to move water levels in the sewers, it's just a waste of time. There was this one puzzle, I absolutely hated it, Phantom of Venice. You had to do a mosaic where you select tiles and then put them where the colors go. Not a puzzle, it's just a just color the boxes the color they need to be. And it takes like 30 minutes, and I wanted to go... I literally, like, it's... That game is so interesting for so many other reasons because it brings in, like, the idea of mob, and uh, you get to play Scopa, which is a very fun card game. Um, so these games literally take, like, 10 hours? Yeah. Like, all of them are about... I've, I've, I've played these games in, like, four hours. Like, it's they don't take a long time. You can... I've done multiple in one day. Um, especially if you know what you're doing. If you don't know what you're doing, you're going to be wandering around for a long time and you're tr- going to try and figure it out. But, like, I've been playing these games for forever, so. There's going to be people who, like, speed run them. Oh, I, I, pfft, no. I was about to say, oh, absolutely. Nobody's in the community doing anything except no, I'm there, is, right now. there is one person on YouTube who is known for doing Nancy Drew playthroughs. What's it, It's like Argofump. And he's the only guy in the community that has any recognition. And he came up with a Nancy Drew rap. It's really bad. But I listened to it, like, fairly recently, and it was so funny. Because I was like, oh, my God, this is so familiar. It's like like a bullet from a gun. Speed run. She arrives on the scene. What's the speed run? 57 minutes for Secret of Shadow Ranch. That's crazy. How the fuck did they do that? (laughs) You have to go through three days of chores. Wait, this is what Nancy Drew looks like? Um, no, that's her mom. Oh, Idiot. okay. Sorry. That's, we're looking, that's at, a silent, we're looking spy. at Silent Spy right now. Silent Spy, sped run, 44 minutes. That's insane. I can't believe, like, I guess people would do it, but look up Nancy people... Drew graphics so you know what it looks like. Wait, I want to know Midnight in Salem, what the speed run is. Oh, no, no, one's one's pl- no one's played it yet. It literally just came out, and, like, I think, like, 50 people have played it on Steam. How do, Can you see that? I don't know. Uh, I, I've seen the reviews, and, like... Some people played it. Oh, You're going to have to look up video game. Um, yeah. Oh, my God. Someone has a tier list. Oh, wait. You were talking about this. Oh, yeah. We found a tier list on Google Images. Uh, Seven Ships is okay. Phantom of Venice, I wouldn't have... Yeah, this fu- final scene is trash. <laughs> Kapuke, very good. Blue Moon Canyon, good. These are um, on the top tier. Trail of the Twister is very good. You get to learn about, like... Cloud types. That's how I know. I I learned cloud types from That's it. So, so I knew a, I know a bunch of cloud types. I feel like I was there for that. Yeah. I feel like I was there for that. I Danger on Deception Island is one of my favorite games. I've probably played it like five times. I love this game. It is so fun. Um, Secrets and Kill is trash. People like uh, Crystal Skull. I find it boring and having no plot. I don't like it. Uh, Dangerous Device. It shouldn't be this low. It's good. Um... Oh, this is I got confused. Ransom of the Seven Ships is low tier. That's true. There's another ship game that just came out. That's like um that just came out? Uh, well, just came out 5 years ago. Oh, okay. <laughs> in my in my timeline, it came out in 2016. Um in my yeah. time. Oh, they put okay. So um god, what is it called? It's like this Egyptian one, so you're in. Well, I guess she has been to Africa. Um, so uh, you were just ripping on them. For okay, that. but it's fucking 
Egypt, and it's That's they're true. just in a tomb. Um, and she's just in a tomb. So, so there. But actually, you know what? Now that I think about it, that's a very interesting game because she goes there and they're excavating this tomb. Um, and I love this game. The puzzles are fantastic. They make sense, and that's why I like this game. Um, is you can just do it, and it makes sense. Um, and but this whole idea is that there's this guy who's, um, uh, like excavating it, but he's like making off with a lot of the the pieces found and selling them on the black market um and at the same time all this sabotage is going on so you're trying to figure out who's doing it um and you find that there's this woman who's like like stationed at the site and just keeps talking about aliens and the uh it's not the illuminati it's the it starts with an a it's like the weird they think they're the aliens that built the pyramids i have no idea i know you're talking the about Akunai, I, have no, I, I don't know they or something name. Um, anyway, um, so she keeps rambling about these aliens, um, and so you're like, okay, so this woman's, like, crazy. Turns out, it's all a farce, and she's actually a journalist that has been, like, recording everything he's doing and documenting it, because she's a part of this, like, resistance of, like, these different excavators who are stealing culture away from Egypt, and it is so sick, because she's, like, like my mom's like whole livelihood was so like like I I know I'm related to like these people like we have the stuff for it you can't steal this from us and it's crazy and so then you like trap the guy who's like been making off with all these like um these artifacts and um so you're you're like like, you bitch and it's great (laughs) have you like actively been like (gasps) during these games that that was one that. that was uh that was one of them where I was like, oh, like, because I played it once and just kind of like, whatever. Um, and then I played it recently. It was like, wow, this is a good game. Um, Do you like have to avoid spoilers on your like, your, your crew or whatever? No. I mean, most of the games I've played. Um, so it's like doesn't matter. Uh, and when new games come out, there are not enough people in the world to do a spoiler. So how do they keep making games then? How is, how is People there... buy them. I mean, a lot of people have been playing, like me, have been playing since they were really young. So uh, most of the Clue crew, 30. Like, that's the that's the age of people who play these games is 25 to 30. Is it, it like... Is n- it is not 12-year-olds like their audience should be. What is the uh, gender? And this woman. Oh, okay. Uh, I was scared this to game, be like a brony type thing. Yeah, no, it's like the, it's like the same thing where it's like these games were built for women, and it's women seeing a uh, powerful woman like solve mysteries and take on men who are using power in corrupt ways, and it's. Wait, I sick. thought these. I thought these are video games, not real life. No, it was same thing. It was, it was same thing. <laughs> um, it it feels like real life. And <laughs> when, when I'm. When I'm in uh, Japan making my little bento boxes that have really strict puzzle rules because, of course, it's like, this one goes there. So if this one goes there, then that one has to go there. And then this goes there. You know. It would be really cool. Like, mm-hmm. like a, Obviously, it would be hard to coordinate because no one would be interested. Yeah. But like like creating like a game night but you basically just simulate one of these games but in real life so you can recreate that's all the literally a th- that murder mystery parties exist kevin <laughs> yeah no but like but like you can buy them off, online yeah but like that okay i want to do a mystery murder a murder mystery party if you are free this saturday that would be really fun but 
I can coordinate it. You would. Need I can. To... I can make puzzles. Don't you have other stuff on Saturday? Yeah, I might go. <laughs> if you are my coworker listening to this, I'm sorry. <laughs> I really doubt your coworkers listening to yeah, my no. podcast. Yeah, no, but <laughs> the so Spotify Wraps came out, whatever, yeah. and. I had I don't use social media really. Yeah. But I had I was told that several friends posted theirs and like top podcast was Sasshole. Sasshole. Yeah, yeah sasshole. I was there. That happened. You were told that by Ava last night. You're right. Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> we hang out yep. too much. Yeah, we do. We yes. We have literally like all our classes together next semester, but it's fine. It's fine. Okay. Well, so we were going to make this podcast about video games in general, <laughs> but it is kind of. Not, I you have said, to edit this down. This is ridiculous. Oh my god! Yeah, no. This is so we we've been recording for over an hour at this point. This episode, I don't think it can't be. There's no way it's pot. Like there, we've got I to think, edit out a bunch. Yeah, I think I think maybe like if all the content is there, thirty minutes. I don't think thirty. I minutes. think I think we've rambled for a long time. No, you vastly overestimate how much makes it the episode. Okay. I a lot of the a lot of what I say, a lot of what goes on stays in the episode. Yeah. But anyway, we were gonna talk about video games, but obviously that didn't. Well, it did happen, but we specified to our, our Nancy Drew. This was my plan the whole time. I was I I only planned to talk about Nancy Drew. I I had no outlet for this love. Um, I just wanted I, I just wanted I just wanted to tell somebody. Can you can you send this to all your Clue Crew and get me some Clue views? Crew? Literally, uh, I know one person on campus who plays these games, and then I met one person from like a mutual friend who happens to play them. Yeah, but just like, and post she's it. weird. But post. She didn't know what smegma was. I had to explain that to a 23-year-old woman. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. But to be fair, these are Nancy Drew video games. Did you expect the community to be super, like, cool? Um, like, cool kids? I am. I know you're listening to this, Arshia, and you're probably like, no, you're not Mia. Look me in the eyes. I'm probably sitting right, right in my bed. Just make eye contact with me while this happens. Look at my skateboard. Come on. I'm cool. <laughs> oh my god so but anyway just post it in the tag just give me those views yeah okay i'll post it in the tag yeah oh my god no I'm... one's gonna listen to so okay biggest cliffhanger ever this one dude was like hey clue crew members that are 21 and up i'm gonna make a mixed drink list based off of the nancy drew games i'll hit you up with those recipes i have been waiting months for him to post it and he has yet to i'm so sad that's did message them yeah i will i have to find it again that's so funny got lost in the tag <laughs> so yeah anyway thanks for tuning in don't forget to follow wait do you want to promo yourself at all add me on spotify at rude plants i have good playlists the names feel weird but trust me they hit especially if you like mitski mm, yes <laughs> This has been the most cracked out episode <laughs> of this podcast. Uh, that makes me so ashamed of what the rest of the episodes must be like if this is, cr- quote, cracked out. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I feel defeat. <laughs> you feel defeat? Kevin ew, likes feet. Ew, Kevin no. likes feet. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. We're ending. We're ending this. Thank, thank you for tuning in. Don't forget to follow this podcast on Twitter at Sasshole Podcast and subscribe on Anchor and Spotify. I'll be back next Sunday for one last time with a new episode. But in the meantime, don't be a jerk. Be, be a, oh, wait, is it be a sasshole? You came up with it. Yeah, and I'm a genius. <laughs> what, what is it then? Don't be a jerk.
Follow me on Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, uh, Snapchat, LinkedIn, MySpace, um, AOL. Um, email me. <laughs> email me. <laughs> Send me a letter, please. Be a sasshole. Be a sasshole. <laughs>